Rick Jensen on 1150 AM, 1017 FM, WDEL. You know, you don't have to give us free exotic beers to be on the show. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> you don't have to. Um, actually, Jan Meyer's been on the show before because she'd been trying to bring awareness and raise money for research and awareness for bile duct cancer, something that's little known, actually affects a lot of people, and uh, also has an official name that's hard to pronounce. This is uh, cholangiocarcinoma, I think. Hi, Jan. How are you? Hey, Rick. How are you? No, no, no. How are you? I'm doing great, thanks. I was diagnosed in 2018. I'm still here, and I'm pretty happy about that. I get the idea that you're going to be here for a long, long time. At least I certainly hope so. I remember back in 2018 when you were first on the program, and you said, oh, my gosh, there's not enough known about this bile duct cancer, right? Yeah, that's the problem with it. And unfortunately, I had already known about bile duct cancer it's not actually known to be genetic, but my mom actually was diagnosed in 2011 and passed. Um, so, you know, when I was diagnosed, I couldn't believe it when the surgeon said to me, you know, I think you have cholangiocarcinoma. And I said, that can't be possible. It's not known to be genetic. I was promised I would never get it. It's a deadly aggressive and very dangerous cancer with a very poor life expectancy, with limited treatment options and a very poor outcome. So... Uh, when I was diagnosed, my husband and I were determined that we were going to try and make a difference in awareness and in research. So that's what we do full-time now. Well, I do full-time. He works. <laughs> no, I know. The last time you were on the program, as a matter of fact, you brought a big goodie bag full of stuff. And I said, don't waste it on me. Uh, you you give, it to, <laughs> give it to other people. Although I appreciate the, uh, the piton uh, beer from, uh, where is this from? That's from St. Lucia. Now, my husband never lets me bring back beer, but I said, nope, we have to bring it back for Thirsty Thursday oh. because I really do miss your show. I've told you that before because I don't drink beer. I think it's an awful beverage, but if you partake <laughs> in it, that's great. And I thought, I need to support you and bring some beer back because you've been so supportive and kind to me and the cholangiocarcinoma community. Certainly, many of them are listening right now because I sent a message to let them know and we're just thrilled that you would give um, some airtime to bring awareness to this because we strongly believe that awareness equals donations, donations equals research, and research could lead to um, increased treatment options and improved treatment options, so, and that equals hope. So we all need hope, right? Right, yeah, and you're in communication with people all around the world that have bile duct cancer, right? I am. Luckily, there was a warrior named Sarah Bennett, and when she got cholangiocarcinoma, she found that she was so isolated and didn't, couldn't meet a lot of people because it's so rare. There's probably only about 15,000 people approximately in the United States diagnosed yearly. And so she started a Facebook page, and through that Facebook page, we, I have established some amazingly incredible and very deep and meaningful friendships which are tough because, you know, with the life expectancy, I've lost a lot of people that have come to mean quite a bit to me. But we're a tight-knit group, and we support each other through thick and thin. One of the girls is just getting out of the hospital after being there since the beginning of December. So we're all celebrating that today. What's it like during COVID? Ah, it's different. You know, you go to tests, and my husband, he's such a rock star. He's been to every single appointment, every scan, every doctor appointment. 
and now he can't. So I go to Scans alone, and I actually go up to uh, Memorial Sloan Kettering in um, just south of New York City. I go to the satellite terminal now for my kind of my follow-up treatment every three to four months. But he, you know, to go that far, you have to travel far to see a really good expert in Kalanjo, but it's worth it. And we travel there, and then he has to wait in the car for the two and a half hours for my scans. And then we do um, remote, you know, through, the, through Zoom with our follow-up appointments, which is different. You know, you don't see your oncologist face-to-face, and it makes it more stressful People think during COVID, you know, it's stressful, but when you have cancer, it's an actual extra stress. And my biggest fear would be to have a reoccurrence and then end up in the hospital and him not be able to come in even in to see me. So so, so those of you who are supporting each other throughout this are, are online, Facebook, and I suppose other social media too. How are you supporting each other who do have recurrences or it's active and they have to go through this? How do you help each other out? Well, actually, we all we have a lot of each other's phone numbers too. So we make a lot of phone calls. We send cards. I have a quite a large card collection. My favorite one is my oncologist can beat up your oncologist. Nice. And so we <laughs> mail all these cards. You know, you just mail random cards. I actually have tubs. You know, the swag that I sent you. I have actual Tupperware tubs. And when somebody's newly diagnosed or I think they're struggling, Dean and I'll put together a box and then we ship it off to them you know, of, of just Calangio swag or a card or something to let them know that we're thinking of them. Well, I, I noticed that, for example, on a T-shirt, it says ColangioCarcinoma.org, uh, and I'm thinking, if you want more people online, maybe a shorter name would be in order. <laughs> just, well, it's, I mean, it's known as Bioduct Cancer, too, but that's actually the technical name, and um, the Clangio Carcinoma Foundation is like the most amazing organization. It was actually, as many of these things are done, it was, she was, it was founded initially by Stacy Lindsay after she lost her brother, and he was only 40 to Clangio. And so 50, it's the 15th anniversary of the Clangio Carcinoma Foundation, and they have literally brought so much research and awareness and money and you know i could call them tomorrow as could any other cholangiocarcinoma patient and they would be um supported with love finance like they have financial means you know they can get you to second opinions for free they've really set up this amazing organization that is really not found in every cancer group so we're very blessed you know, you say that it's uh, it's fairly rare, 15,000 people a year, and yet I've talked to some people who have said that, oh, uh, I had a family member who had cancer, and it got into the bile duct. So I was talking with my wife about this just yesterday, and she said, well, you know, my brother, he, he passed from cancer, uh, had cancer when it metastasized, especially throughout his body, including uh, all the ducts and, and the bile ducts oh, wow. and all that as as well. So I wonder, and, and maybe you could even answer this question because you talk to people about this all the time. I wonder if perhaps, uh, in addition to being a, a primary infection of, of cancer, could it also be uh, ancillary? In other words, especially when it metastasizes. I don't know that for sure, to be honest. I know that the, with cholangiocarcinoma, it originates in, in the actual bile duct, but I wouldn't know that, unfortunately. Sorry. So what, are, what have scientists and researchers learned so far? Well... Actually, Wilmington should be really proud. We're the home, the American headquarters of Insight, and Insight in April of 2020 developed 
Now, I'm never going to be able to say the name of the drug, right? Because as you and I both know, drug names never easy to pronounce. But I, I know. And when they come on TV and commercials, my wife will sit there and we'll just make fun of them. It's like, who made up that word? You know? Yeah, and you wonder where it comes from. But it's yeah. P-E-M-A-Z-Y-R-E. And it's the first FDA-approved targeted drug for cholangiocarcinoma. And this is huge. And sadly, it was overlooked during the pandemic because, of course, COVID took priority. But this is a huge accomplishment. It's the first drug. Now, it's for FGFR mutation, which is found in, cancer, in a lot of the cancer patients. But unfortunately, I don't have that mutation. But one of my very good friends does have it, and she actually was on the trial that for the last three years that ended up getting this drug approved, and she's doing amazingly well. So it just gives me hope, and it's so exciting, and especially because it's in Wilmington, Delaware. So we're hoping, we, we did have the um, uh, 5K last year. It was supposed to be in March. We ended up having to go pivot and go virtual. But uh, we had a Quacko Colangio, and I'm sure your listeners heard the commercials on your radio. You were so kind and did PSAs regularly for me. Uh, we had 20, 299 participants in 24 states, three provinces in Canada, and one in Sweden. Oh. And we actually ended up raising two hundred. Um, we ended up raising twenty five thousand dollars for research. So we were thrilled with that for a first time raise. It was amazing. Oh yeah, and, and then of course the pandemic comes and that kind of squashed that one. What's there now? By the way, I gotta ask you this because uh, if you just tuned in, it's Janice Meyer, and um, she was diagnosed three years ago now. Gosh, yeah, three years ago yeah. with bile My duct three-year cancer. Anniversary is coming up March. Third. And you'll be on the program during your 20 and 25th anniversaries as well. It's cholangiocarcinoma.org. Good luck. Um, if you're spelling impaired, it begins with a CH. Just saying. <laughs> but in this bag of things you gave me here, I noticed I got a little little uh, rubber ducky and, and, yeah. a, and a duck head pez. What's the significance of the duck? Well, we were trying to figure out a way to help people remember bile duct cancer. Oh, so the gecko, gecko, gecko. Yeah, bile yeah. duct, uh, gecko, gecko. Yeah, bile okay. Yeah. And so and part of the fun was going to be that at the race, my husband and the rest of our team were going to dress up like ducks. And so it was quite fun for the people who work with my husband. They were quite keen to see him dressed up as a duck. But don't worry, yes. that's going to happen this year because... We've been approved to have our race this year in at uh, Midnight Oil Brewing Company. And oh, so cool. there will be lots of ducks and yeah. free beer if you want to come, Rick. And yeah. Midnight Oil has been really cool and supportive, and we're excited to have our event there. And you can sign up at bit.ly forward slash quackout. Okay, so that's the short bit.ly link. I like that. Yeah, I think it's Makes easier it easy. because, you know, the cholangiocarcinoma thing just probably would be too difficult. <laughs> Perhaps I even might have noticed that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so but we you also really... the... What? Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, we were really blessed. Like, Wilmington has embraced cholangiocarcinoma. I mean, the businesses, they were extremely supportive. We had over $1,200 gift $1,200 in gift cards donated. And we also had incredible corporate sponsorship from Ernst & Young, KPMG, Insight, Wawa, Wegmans. I mean, it was incredible. And so as a thank you during the pandemic 
to say thank you to the small businesses in Wilmington. I made 3,000 masks and donated them to the businesses to try and help keep them safe for, for being kind to us. So when is the event at Midnight Oil? The the event is May 15th, Mm -hmm. and it's going to be a great event. It's going to be very, it's going to be CDC standards, socially distanced, staggered starts, mass until the beginning of the race. They have proven that they can run races and be safe, and we're going to have a safe event, but we're going to have a lot of fun, raise awareness and money at the same time. Yeah, and reach out to the medical community because the vast majority, I, I would say by that time, everybody who works in healthcare who has who wants the vaccine should have been able to get it, certainly by then, yeah, right? absolutely, and hopefully, yeah. hopefully, hopefully even more people, and I'm hoping I can get it too. Well, yeah. Um, keep, keeping my fingers crossed and watching the time, but certainly waiting my turn because I do feel... It's really important that we get the healthcare people all sorted, and let's get things safe and get things opened up again safely. So we well, now that you've you're, you've decided that the little rubber ducky is going to be a uh, you know a um, an emblem or what am I th- mascot because uh, yep. your husband dresses up as a duck. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure it's off season. And, uh, yes, and he's very <laughs> thrilled about it too. So yeah, not through <laughs> September and the end of January. He doesn't want to be uh, running around like a duck then. So, yeah, and the only other I, thing I wanted to mention is we had this uh, when we were doing the race. We had this in, a team that was raising this incredible amount of money locally, and we couldn't figure out why this small team was getting all this money for the race. So I reached out to them, and it ended up being a ten-year-old. Her name is Cameron, and she raised over two thousand dollars. For nice. the race, nice. and she, she had sadly had lost her pop pop this year. Oh. So, she this kid is so incredible, and we've actually invited her to join our race team. We just think at ten, if you can do those things, we want to encourage her to keep going and being an incredible young lady. And she certainly has great a great future ahead of her, and we're lucky to have her on our team. That is really awesome. Yeah, and by the way, I was going to encourage you to. Uh, to Google duck races in some parts of the country, these little rubber ducky races are very popular. Can raise thousands of dollars. We could do it yeah, like at the. I, uh, I did look into it, but it's about seven thousand to invest to get it even started. Really? Okay. Yeah, to even have them come, it's really expensive. But I'm more than happy if somebody locally would like to put. <laughs> if you have seven grand, you'd like just to give to charity to start duck races on the Brandywine Creek or something. I don't know if you could do actually do it on the Christina. <laughs> that would be kind of crazy. That might be a bit much. Uh, get a hold of these folks. Uh, you also have the Billy Project, B-I-L-I. That's related to this. Yeah, as well. the Billy Project Foundation was found by Sue Aquisto after she lost her husband Vince. And they do incredible work, too, as do Crane's uh, cholangiocarcinoma crew, founded after Lisa Crane was diagnosed with cholangiocarcinoma. You know, most of these charities are founded that way. One of the T-shirts they gave you was Margaret M. Brown Research Fellowship Grant, and that was, we founded that after my mom. Um, And what it does is the money goes to a research scientist, and he's actually in Scotland, which is kind of cool because my mom was Scottish. And so it kind of, you know, touches my heart a little that the money actually went to a Scottish scientist. We just gave the money to the Calangio Foundation, and they, they decide which scientists should get the funds and we tr- we entrusted them in it and we were really pleased with their selection so how do folks reach out to you 
on social media. You can reach me at jmm201063 at yahoo.com. So it's jmm201063 at yahoo.com. And I'd love to hear from you. And if anybody wants to help the race or wants to join up. Well, let me ask you this, um, that, because no one's going to be able to remember that. But uh, you do have a Facebook page uh, where people can. Uh, not yet. Uh, if, uh, we, not yet. I haven't got one yet, but I will. I'll put I'll, and I'll send it to you and maybe you can put it on your page or something. Sure. I, I, I'd be happy to. And I recommend bile duct. Uh, otherwise, folks, you can go to cholangiocarcinoma.org at C-H-O-L-A-N-G-I-O carcinoma.org. That's right. Google it. It's great. Google, and, Google you know, can we spell really it. appreciate this awareness and you know, given that it's cholangiocarcinoma month and cholangiocarcinoma day is Friday, world cholangiocarcinoma day is Friday, this is great that we got to bring this awareness to your listeners. And certainly if you have chills, clay-colored stools, fever, itching, weight loss, loss of appetite, pain in your right upper quadrant, or you're a little bit yellow, get to your doctor right away and insist that they follow it up and figure out what's going on with you. Many patients diagnosed with cholangio, these symptoms are overlooked and they're diagnosed at a later stage because of it. Well, I'm glad you're uh, you're well, healthy, and out there banging the drum for this. Jan Meyer, thanks for the conversation. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you very much for your time, Rick. Be well. Yep, and we'll get on the podcast page, too. We'll be back right after this. Hang on. More with Rick Jensen is just ahead on 1150 AM, 1017 FM, WDEL.